Previously on the No Mercy Podcast. Pip and Funky head off into Pesopt after splitting from the rest of the Really Good Four. They stop by the Ward District to visit Miss Ward and to tell her that her son is currently with Ralric and Chest in Vivimar. They do not get the chance to meet with Miss Ward and they notice that the area is rather cold and lifeless. They head towards the Strawling District and pay a newsboy to hear what's been going on recently. Rumor has it a descendant to the Anvil Throne has been discovered. King Ironclaw, the cousin of deceased King Anvilmaker, is calling for a reward uh, to bring this individual in for questioning. The second, communication with Vivimar has been re-established, but only through magical means. No one has survived the trek on foot in a couple of weeks. Well, that's good news for our boys. Three days from noon today, Miss Strawling will be announcing a brand new entertainment experience to come immediately. Rumor has it this announcement has to do with a new coliseum built outside of Pesopt to the northeast. Last piece, tonight, one night only, at the Busted Wheel at 7pm, all the way from Hippoblue, Lip and Nella. I look over at Pip. That's cool. That's going to be fun to see. I'm afraid to ask, Pip, but is that? Are those your peeps? That's part of my fama jam. Doing a fama jam, I think. The two then head off to find Josephine Strawley. They meet her assistant, Echo, who tries to pamper the two. Funky and Pip then get down to business. Echo informs them that they will choose a pair of individuals. One will act as a consultant through this entire process before they head off on the adventure, and will also give them a piece of information. The other will act as the group's videographer during the event to try to get the flute. Echo then presents the two with different options for helpers. Pip immediately recognizes one of the options in the room. So there's a tiefling and a human, there's a human and a halfling, and a gnome and a dwarf. And as you're kind of looking over them, give a perception. That's an eight. (laughs) I only got 13. Funky's really kind of focusing on listening to her, but you, Pip, really haven't listened to a single thing that she said because you have locked eyes with a halfling that you recognize. Zephon? You betcha. Oh! (laughs) Oh! He's my boy! Pip and Funky then go and meet with Stefan. The piece of information that Stefan could provide is that the area that the Really Good Four will be traveling to to try and capture the flute will be tiresome, and mechanically, a short rest will take eight hours and a long rest will take a week. Stefan lets them know that they can learn two more pieces of information about the event if they complete a certain task. I have this device. There's a messenger that's going to be leaving Pethopt tomorrow closer to the evening time and what we need to do is we need to go follow that messenger be very sneaky and once that messenger goes to sleep then we invade their dreams with this bad boy and the only information that they want to know is where is this person's boss currently that's all they want to know afterwards pip and funky depart agreeing to meet with stefan the next morning to prepare for the task they make their way to the Unkin Memorial Library. Now, let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new world. 
strong, but is lacking in the smarts. The cleric does the touchy feeling, groppy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon slaying bow. And a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy. No, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. Alright, so like I don't actually remember. I'm just trying to pull it from like context cues and stuff like this, but this task that we have of like finding out who this messenger works for, is that part of the contest? Or is that something that we're trying to do to get information about the contest? Who who's looking for this information, I guess? I, I think it's didn't isn't didn't Josephine or we Josephine asked us to come to Pesopt and she was gonna give us info, but in it's like in order to get the info, we've got to do her. It wasn't for free. Got to do some favors for her. So I think this so is her request. We're we're doing this task with our helper Stefan mm-hmm. for Josephine, and and if we do it good, we get a leg up in the competition. You get some more info. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. It's currently the late afternoon, and you're doing a quick drop. Are you? had decided that you wanted to do a drop by the library to learn more about Thodrain before heading to watch the siblings. I'm going down to the local library. We're going to the library because reading is what? Fundamental. Yeah. Let's do it. So you are kind of in the middle of the strolling district having just, um, actually, I don't know. You had just left Echo in the strolling district. Uh, talking to her about your different things, how you're going to dress, uh, the events for tomorrow, and you decided to leave, you're going to come back tomorrow in the morning, meet with Stefan and decide on the two pieces of information, like their titles, before you head off and do your task. Um, but first, you had decided that you wanted to go to the library. Hey, let's go to the library. Let's go learn about your name. Yeah, uh... Oh, the yeah, the the guy at the jail was I don't know acting kind of weird about it, and I I don't know anything about it. So he he said to go check out a book or something, and well, you know, if the book doesn't talk about dicks and stuff, then it's hard for me to get into it. I'm gonna skim through the books for you because I think we've come to that conclusion that you need a reading buddy because you're a little too entranced by the pics. Yes, yeah, I picture books are more my speed for sure. I mean, I can read but it's a lot of work I hope it's in another um fucking furbolg 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 furby <laughs> who is in um Seleucian Seleucian that's his name god his ears god those ears yeah he, he did look soft mm-hmm. we should have we should try to touch him nope no. Is that weird? No, that's weird. Okay. No. Yeah. No touching the librarian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, All right. Let's. Now we know. <laughs> let's go to Books R Us. Do it. All right. So you start walking your way towards the Unkin Memorial Library. Even though Unkin's still alive, they still call it Memorial Library. Uh, and it's Unkin's still alive. Yeah. Huh. I kind of thought he was like legend. You know. Yeah. I wasn't fully sure he was a real person. Huh. Well. Neat. Learn something new every day from nothing because we are talking to an invisible narrator. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and so it is the tallest building and it's 
smack dab center in the middle of the city. So basically you just have to move out of the way from buildings and look up and you can see that as a guide. Funky trying to pull you down side streets. See if he could figure out the fastest way to go because walking is not something he likes to do. Walking is overrated. I don't know why people want to take scenic routes or any of that, you know? Are you are you still wearing your eyeball robe? Yeah. Always. Um, I I know I know it doesn't work here probably, but I'm like constantly holding the fringe of it because I don't want to lose track of you. That's fair. At least you're not grabbing my beard like that person in the uh, echo there. Uh, yeah, I don't. Mm, that's a little handsy for my liking. Yeah, was not expecting a beard touch. You, you gotta you gotta clear that before you get in here. This is this takes effort. You think I just wake up and have a beard like this? I don't. It takes a long time. So you eventually make your way to this very, very tall stone building with... It's very geometric, but mostly with squares and rectangles just carved up around the building itself. You have two large wooden doors, handles towards the center, black handles, and just kind of walk up. This is, uh... There's no knocking, right? I've just been, like, knocking on guards, I mean... but... I feel like yeah. a public building. We can I probably like you, just go right in. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I've never knocked on a library. I mean, I guess I haven't really sought out many libraries either. But uh, I feel like you can just go in at these places. Right? It's it should be open. It looks daytime. Pip pips his head in. Just kind of like sort of pips through the doors. What does he see? Give a perception check. The ice. Ooh. Fourteen plus two. 16. So, Funky, you see Pip just open the door, just squeeze his head inside real quickly, and as you look inside, you see that inside is also stone. Still have those kind of square and rectangular carvings in the walls, but most of the walls are actually covered by multicolored drapes of reds, greens, orange, yellows, and blues. It's like they're stripes and they're going around the entire back end of the room. To the left and to the right are staircases. The left one you notice says fiction, and the right one says nonfiction. Uh, my brain wanted them to be up and down. <laughs> like, that's not how stairs work. <laughs> and then in front of you, there's this long desk with three people sitting behind it um, at different stations, and there seems to be a line of people waiting to talk to the information first. There are like these, you know, the red felt ropes at movie theaters and, mm. and stuff like that. Ooh. There's kind of this sectioning going from right as you open the door, walk across this red carpet and get into the line. And then it looks like from the front desk, you can choose where you want to go. This is a fancy library. I've never been in a place this schwanky. Velvet rope. It's a lot. Uh, I guess we got to get in this queue to figure out where the nonfiction names are. Is that what we're looking for? Yeah, I hadn't really thought that far ahead. Um, the guy the guy at the jail said, read a book, and I thought, I guess I didn't really think about how many books there are. There um, are probably a couple, but I'm sure there's some on, like, dwarven nomenclature. Yeah, that probably sounds, yeah, maybe? Yeah, dwarf books. Hmm. We're, we'll just ask where the dwarf book section is. That seems right. Ha, um, uh, how long's the line in front of us? Like, yeah, is it taking like along, or is it a... Ten people. Ten people? Does it seem like it's moving? Yeah. 
while you've been talking, probably like one or two have gone through. Who's right in front of us? A big, wide gentleman, about six and a half feet tall. Kind of a little bit stinky, so you're kind of standing back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But has just very, very plain robes on. Well, who's behind us? Nobody Is yet. it another big, wide, tall gentleman? <laughs> because <laughs> Pip's feeling trapped. Nobody yet. <laughs> Maybe we can just, like, pip, you know, pip along through. If we walk, if everyone's tall, we just kind of work our way to the front and then act all offended that I'm uh, not ready to, to start of... fights in this new town yet. No, 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 not, not a fight. Just, just like, hey, why are, you, why are you trying to cut the small folk? Cut the line in front of the small folk. No? Well, we could just, uh, we can just. I'm happy. I guess. Pip's yeah. happy to wait in line. Okay. I feel like yeah. he's got ten minutes. Okay, yeah, I, I, I guess we can wait. We get, Not that much of a rush, right? These are potentially our fans. I don't know, but I think we're about to become highly visible soon, and from a ratings point of view, we want them to like us. Oh, right, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. I don't know if I like that idea, you know. We're getting ready for television, baby! Yeah, I'm more of a in-the-shadows-in-the-back kind of guy, so this is this is a lot. I mean, to be fair, Pip is too, except my shadows are a stage, and I'm ready to get on it. So... Yeah, I mean, you, you perform, though. I mean, you, you're used to being in front of crowds. This is Crowds you don't usually pay me much mind. I just kind of sit in the back and let life go by. No, we're going to get you into that good, good purple, and then you're going to be like the much-loved underdog. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, you, you can you you can take the line, the spotlight on that one, Pip. Uh, I, I can just stand behind chest and no one will even know I'm there. God, I hope those boys are alive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we should probably check on them before we go to bed, huh? Yep. So you make your way to the front of the line, and... You see an opening up towards the right side, and this very elderly gentleman, you might guess, pushing a hundred, is sitting behind the desk. hundred for a human. And he's sitting behind the desk and peering over these very, very, very thick monocles, squinting at uh, the both of you, trying to lean over the desk. Uh, monocles? Like two or monocles? Not, not, <laughs> sorry, not monocles. <laughs> Glasses. Puts one on, uh, I get it. I mean, to be fair, it's two monocles. <laughs> Buy monocles if, if you will. Welcome to the Unkin Memorial Library. Oh. Are you returning first time? First time? Yes. Do we need a card? I just need your name, please. Uh, um. Thaudre? Hi. Yes, hi. I'm Thaudre. Thodrin. Interesting. Last name Thodrin? Uh, uh, not really sure. Uh, it hasn't really come up. Um, suggestions? <laughs> Can I just pick one? That's not really how this works, but we'll get back to you. What about you? Oh yeah, I'm Pip. Anglefiver. <clears throat> Pip Anglefiver. Last name is helpful. I'll be back in just a moment. Wait, what? Why? And you see him stand up and takes about three minutes to go about 20 feet. Okay, would I have enough time? And he opens some of the curtains and pulls out like a little box. 
and he comes back to the seat about three minutes later. Uh, why, where did you go? Yeah. There's several Dinglefivers. I see you at Dinglefiver the first, you at Dinglefiver the second, you at Dinglefiver the third, you at Dinglefiver the fourth, you at Dinglefiver the fifth. Which one are you? I honestly forget. Am I six? I think I'm six. (laughs) (laughs) This is not something that Funky could help you with because... Open your character sheet. (laughs) This is something I definitely know. I'm pretty sure Funky just still thinks of you as Pip, so I'm not even sure. I'm the sixth. You were jingled by for the sixth? Are you any of those? Yep, yes. Okay, which one? The sixth. Okay. No outstanding warrants. You're good to go upstairs. Which section would you like to go to? Oh, 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 oh. Um, can we just do a little dip back? Um, are my any, are my, uh, ancestors? Do my ancestors have overdue books? Um, I'm not allowed to share that information. Oh, but if it's about my grandpa, I'm here to help. How, how tall is this desk? Uh, it's probably three feet tall. So, can Pip see over the desk at all? <laughs> kind of like this, the head straight up. Here, Pip. Yeah, okay. Pip, why don't you hop on my shoulders? Well, mm, that's a little awkward. Well, I'm going <laughs> to do it under the guise of trying to get eye to eye with old man Withers here. To, to try and, like, charm him into being like, come on, buddy, you can tell me. I might be able to help find the books if I know which ones are missing. Give a persuasion check. That's my forte, because I got a plus nine on that. So that 16 plus nine is 25. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a reason why I didn't really want to tell you about your father. He he owes us his eviction title. Pardon, pardon my, um, my French but it's called Two Dicks, One Pick. I hate everything. I hate you guys. I hate everything. I just I just climb down off of Thaw Drain and say, look, fucking don't tell me anymore. You'll talk to him about that crap uh, you said you would go uh, retrieve the books. Uh, it's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Uh, we're here to learn about dwarven names and anything that has to do with the meaning of Thawdrain as a name. Yes, yes, well, that's good, but your friend here, I need a last name, or... Wee Man. Oh. Wee Man. Then he gets up, and he walks away for about three minutes, and then he comes back three minutes later with another box, and he looks... I thought it was a made-up name! I don't have a Thawdrain Wee Man. I have a funky Wee Man. Uh... Hey, distant cousin. Distant cousin. Never met. Huh. What? Any chance that this distant cousin has any books out? Well, I can't tell you that, are you? But I need to find you. Pip does a deep sigh and crawls back up on top of Funky and flashes his baby blues at the dude again and hopes that that 25 roll carries. I just want to take a peek at the list. Uh, give another persuasion check because he was thrown back by your 
response. <laughs> well, it's better because I rolled an 18 plus 9 <laughs> to a No, this individual doesn't owe any books. No outstanding warrants. Huh. But why do you have a file on them then? Because they're a resident of this world. You have a file on everyone in the world? Yeah, well, at least in Garshide, yes. Uh. Huh. Huh. Okay. But, anyways, what is your name? Thodrain Weeman. We have it everybody, but I don't see you here. Hmm. Uh. Maybe I am funky. I don't know. There's been a bit of a, a mix-up uh, with my name for a while. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying funky with a PH. I mean, sometimes we call him funky, but it's funky with an F. What's the funky you have on file there? Give a deception check. God damn it. I'm trying hard, Ben. Um, <laughs> it's 17. That makes a good amount since funny little drone. Doesn't it? Yeah. Incredible speaking with you now. Okay, you're both free. Oh, you're here learning about, you want to know books. Um, so, sounds like the non-fiction section. The second floor, the topics are recent history, so within the last 100 years. The next floor is the cultural history. That's the third floor. And the fourth floor is the gods. The fifth floor is restricted. You are not allowed to go to the fifth floor. We... Oh. Well, we will stick to the first three. Yeah. That's true. Uh, just to expedite certain uh, initial things, does he know where we could go to find out stuff specifically about Funky's new name? Well, if you're trying to learn about the, something in the, your lifetime, how old are you, young man? 700? How old are you? 65, I think. Let me just look back in my notes here. I think it was less than that. Okay. It might be less than that. I haven't looked at my, na- my age in a while. Here's what I love, is that Ben and I tried so hard to figure out what was going on in the last episode that I forgot my name and he forgot his age, so... <laughs> I thought it was in the... Six, I thought it was 60-ish. Let me, um... Oh, yeah. Somewhere in the yeah. 60 to 65 so range. It, yeah, I think it's in the 60s, yeah. Um, so if uh, it's in the last 100 years, you might want to go to the last 100 years floor. Okay, cool, cool. All right. That, that seems reasonable. So I guess we head over to those stairs. All right. And the moment that we are out of your shot of Oldie McOlderson, Pip looks at Thodrain and says, uh, fifth floor? Fifth floor. <laughs> fifth floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you start heading up to the second floor. And as you get up to the floor, you expect to see a wide range of books around the outside. But you just see two trailer park girls, uh, elderly people. That are just standing around or sitting and just waiting. Just elderly people? Mm-hmm. So is- and you see along the wall it says, recent history lasts 100 years. Huh. Pip looks at Thodrain and says, uh, oh, we meant to go to the library. We went <laughs> to the old folks' home. Yeah, I- give a perception check. Um, I assume since we're inside this magic bubble, 
I don't double, I don't do advantage because of eyeball robes, right? Nope. Don't worry about it. I got you. I rolled a four. 17. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So, Thadrain, you see, uh, looking at each of these individuals, they are of different races, and they're sitting next to a card with their given race. So, you see, like, Dwarven history, Elven history, hmm. Gnomish history. Well, that, uh, that kind of cuts down some of the guesswork, doesn't it? Well, let's go find the dwarves. Talk about dwarves. Let's go find the hor- the hairy shelf. Okay. <laughs> so you make your way over to a dwarf that is uh, sitting down, long, black, and pepper, uh, salt and pepper beard. Looks very coarse and like it's just been through a lot. Has a lot of scars on his face, but not very tanned or anything like that. And his long hair is just kind of matted down. He's sitting in, the, in this older brown robe, um, just kind of leaning back. And as you approach, you just hear. Okay, we have to wake him up, but I don't want to do a murder. I don't know how to play this. Uh, I'll, I'll try this one. We're dwarves. You can't get that mad, right? So I'll just kind of waddle up to him and kind of like... Open up a can of beer. <laughs> tap him on the knee a little bit. Well, is he is he standing or is he sitting? He's sitting. Sitting. I'll just kind of like tap him on the knee. If he doesn't wake up. I'll try like jiggle on his shoulder a little bit. Okay. He eventually rustles and he sits back up in the chair. He was kind of slouched down a bit. Oh, no. Hello. Uh, hey. Uh, I'm uh, uh I'm Thodrin, and I am looking for information about my name. About Thodrin. Where have you been? What? Well, uh, all over the place. Uh, not from Anvil, are you? Huh? Not from the city of Anvil, are you? Uh, well, I mean, not not to my knowledge. Um, I spent a lot of time in Stanhole. Gotcha. Well, if we're gonna talk about Thodrin, we've gotta go back sixty years. Okay. That's a good start. Cool. One of the most heinous events in our history was when the Anvilmaker family, King Thaudrain Anvilmaker IV, his wife, Evelyn Anvilmaker, and their son, Thaudrain Anvilmaker V, were making their way to Stanholt to meet with Prince Reynald to go over a devildem in trade. Sorry, not Prince Reynald, that's, that's the guy now, but his father, Reynald. During that time, their cot was ambushed. Nobody survived, not even the kid. And as you start hearing this, Thadrain... Uh, Pip starts punching you in the leg? (laughs) (laughs) You kind of start flashing backward, and you're sitting inside a cart. And across from you, you see Parley and Papa Huey. And the cart is trucking along, trucking along, and you kind of have dozed off a little bit, but you're, like, can't really get to sleep that well, you know... These new clothes that your mom made you, they're just, like, so fancy. They're not comfortable at all. They're so tight, and it's really hard for you to get comfortable just because your mom wanted you to be presented really well. And so you're kind of, like, tossing and turning, but you can't really go to sleep. And you hear Parley lean over to Papa Huey and say, When do you think is the best time, yeah? I think we probably better be doing it soon. Papa Huey says, Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't really know if we should be doing this. 
This seems... This seems bad. But you know what our father, our mother, has told us to do? We must follow what the wild mage says. Okay, uh... Yeah. They know what's best for us. Do we have to... We don't, we don't have to do the kid, do we? You know our orders? We must take out the parents. Whatever happens to the kid happens. If he makes his way and lives in Stanholt, I'll watch, keep an eye over him. I'll watch him. But let's go take our task. And they get out of the cart and start walking uh, to the other cart. So what do you, what do you kind of do in this moment? Uh, so I, I heard this as, as little... Little funky, yeah. Little Thodrin, but you don't really have any context about what they're talking about. Okay, and it, so they they got out of the cart, mm-hmm. and it's just is there anyone? And these were just like two random bodyguards that are new and were meant to watch over. Okay, uh, this trip, and who who's left in the cart? Is it me and just you? Just me? Yeah, they were they were put in your cart to watch over uh, me. Be your bodyguards, watch over you while your parents are in the cart in front. Okay. I guess I would try and get up, sit up, and look out the cart. Can I see where they're going? Yeah, you see them, uh, they start marching their way to the front cart. Okay, and they, do they say, well, this is tough, because I know, like, I know what's about to happen here, mm-hmm. but I don't think that Little Funky does. So you're just a kid. Dude. I'm just a kid. Yeah. Hey, just a boy. Um, so as you're kind of standing there contemplating what's happening, you see the door fly open to the front carriage, and then you just start hearing these screams, and then like your vision kind of pulses like every couple minutes. So like a minute passes, and you're out of the cart, and you just only see blood on the ground. Then your vision pulses, and you're in face dirt in the mud, kind of picking up where you left off, and then your vision blurs. And then you wake up and you're basically right below a sewer grate and you don't remember anything. And then you snap back and as you're snapping back, you think about the kids saying the 60th Anvil Maker Festival just happened to commemorate the lives of these people and like your age, you're in your 60s, so you would have been young when this happened and like all the pieces are starting to come together. And then you uh, snap back to the room. Uh, you okay? Oof, uh, I don't even remember what his voice was, but... I think I need to sit, sit down. Um, is there, do you, are there chairs around here? Uh, I, I need to sit. Thadrain, your beard looks pale. What's happening? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah so anyways, like I was saying there, uh, that's why people don't... Take the name Thaudrain anymore, because both of the Thaudrains uh, that were very prominent in Dwarven society have passed. So, pretty much anyone who was younger changed their name, and the name was never taken again. Oh. So, how do you not know about this and have that name? Uh, well, uh, I guess, um, huh, I spent a lot of time in Stanholt, and I, I, I guess it just never... Uh, came up. I didn't. I didn't know a lot of dwarves there, so I just wasn't aware. Interesting. I. I think I need to go sit and digest this. Yeah, sure. Well, just to finish the story, 
not much happened after that. Uh, since little Thadrain was going to be the successor to the throne and he had seemingly passed, they went to their cousin, uh, King Ironclaw, um, who's now currently sitting on the throne. What do we know, or what do you know about the King Ironclaw? Um, and he just, uh, give a insight check. So, like, no dwarf can say ill of the king? What'd you get? Uh, dirty 20. Okay. So, you can see that he's definitely kind of straightening up a little bit and going into more like a repetition type of thing. Uh, King Ironclaw is great. The people love him. He brings prosperity to the region. The Anvil Makers, don't get me wrong. They were the best we've ever seen, but Ironclaws are doing great in their place. Huh. Okay. Uh, it... Is there a, a book that has this information, too? Uh, once events get to a hundred years, we determine how important and impactful they are and worthy of being recorded. So, since this event has been less than a hundred years, we haven't recorded and put it upstairs. Oh, okay. In another forty years, it'll it'll be up there for sure. Uh, well, uh, th- thank you. I, I didn't get, catch your name. My name is Jean. I wanted it to be a better name. <laughs> Jean. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah, I mean, you got your shitty name and I got my <laughs> shitty name, so. <laughs> well, uh, th- th- thank you. Um, thank you, Jean. No problem. Uh, it's been eye opening. Make sure to hit up the busted wheel later if you need some good entertainment. I heard there's going to be some good entertainment there. Seems uh, like you need some. We've all heard there's good entertainment there. Yeah, I'm going to hit there in like an hour. Good, Jean. See you over there. Thanks. Thank you, Jean. Can't wait for that awesome song, the Stop Swearing song. I'm going to sing along. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Pippa's still got like the Newsies report kind of resonating in his head and is just pie-eyed looking at Funky. As I mean, Gene said all that out loud. I mean, Pip wasn't in his flashbacks or anything, but right. But we just learned that there was a potential successor to the throne that was thought dead and has just been milling about. And because Funky has told us how old he is, Pip's just like, do I curtsy to you? No. <laughs> uh, once we're away from earshot, I'll just kind of quietly to Pip. So you heard all of that, right? I'm not. I'm not crazy. Pip is still mid curtsy. No, no, none of none of that. <laughs> uh, no, don't none of that, Pip. I guess that answers my question, though. I, I'm not crazy, right? It's adding up. Like, there aren't a lot of Thadrains kicking around, and everybody you told it to so far has looked at you like you're either joking or simple. (laughs) I mean, I'd almost take simple. (laughs) I don't know what it means, and I don't know anything about the Iron Claws. I I don't either. I I didn't know any of this either. That's, that's, That's a lot for a... Tuesday or Wednesday or I, I don't know. Days don't make sense anymore. It was more information than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna lie. Out of game. I thought that part of the news we were getting was just local color from Tyler. I didn't <laughs> think it was relevant. 
Yeah, uh, I didn't know what to think, but certainly wasn't that. So, um, I don't think that's something we want to spread around right now. Pip stops curtsying. <laughs> that, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, you definitely definitely don't curtsy. That's uh, that's too much for me. I'm a simple I'm a simple man or a simple dwarf. <laughs> All I need is a, a good ale, but that's a lot. So I don't think we're gonna get any more dwarven news, and I don't think I want any more gnomish news. Should we try to figure out? Floor five of this situation? I mean, we we got time before the show. Yeah, yeah. Pip, you know you can always talk me into doing something we're not supposed to. I mean, I was already thinking it when he said it wasn't allowed. <laughs> but. So, how are the stairs monitored, Tyler? Um, so are you going up the stairs? Or trying to? Yeah. No, I okay. mean, we shouldn't... We should be able to at least go up to the fourth floor. Yeah. So the stairs are not monitored until you get to that floor and you see two people with weapons crossed, like spears crossing each other, standing at the bottom of the stairs, and two other guards at the top of the stairs by another door. And there are no fire stairs. (laughs) Give a perception check. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that was a 20. I rolled a 20 plus... A two. It's a 22. So in this room, you definitely do not see fire stairs. Since you did roll a natural 20, I'll say you see that there is a small, in this room, with the different books, because this floor is about the gods, you see, like, up towards the, the, the ceiling of the roof on one of the bookshelves, there's, like, a small cabinet that has a lock on it, and you can peer through it, and you see a familiar-looking book. It looks like the spine of a book you currently have in your possession about the divine oh what about the divine link that i have that i i can't remember if i finished reading it i know i was reading it for a few nights one thing left okay but it's locked could read it here if you wanted to uh is the well i mean that's good radio yeah i read a (laughs) book (laughs) pip sits down immediately on the floor and reads a book uh so you'll be doing this for about an hour to finish Thadrin, what are you going to be doing this time? Um, is anyone watching that locked bookshelf? Or is it just locked? But I have the book that's in it. I mean, I'm reading the book it's, that's in it. The locked section is the top of it. Oh, okay. So, oh, so I'd have to get either help or It would be very taller. noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. It's like, the, these are also high ceilings, so it's probably 20 feet in the air. Um, so it would be okay. uh, that's it? Quite, quite obvious. Infinity feet in the air for us. <laughs> I'm going to wander around through the gods section and try and find books on the gods that I know are us. Do you need to learn some more about Taimora? <laughs> and and if no one is watching me, I'm considering putting them in my bag of holding. Funky! Oh, wait. Actually, how does... Okay, which, which ones? I haven't tried the bag of holding in this area. So yeah. before I would try that probably wouldn't do that necessarily. I, I'm going to go around and try and find... I'm going to definitely try and find a book on Tamora. Okay. You can just learn. You don't have to steal. It's not just about reading porns. Now, if you go to the god porn section, that one... I thought that's what was under the locked box. <laughs> Give an investigation check. And this is why Pip helps me on investigating. That's a two. God damn it! <laughs> so... After a good amount of time, like, 
think about you're you're looking for something in the grocery store, but you don't want to ask for help, so you keep going through the aisles a couple of times until you find it. Yeah, that's what you do. So you eventually get the book, and you probably get like a half an hour of reading while Pip is reading, and as you thinking back to the stuff that you just learned and the trauma that you've had in your past and the issues with mask like you're reading this book about Timora and you're just getting comfort like you're feeling okay this god is who i picture her to be and who she portrayed herself to be like you you're kind of like almost expecting some sort of deceit in there okay yeah but in all kind of uh, the chaos in your mind these past this past hour this is a bit grounding for you. And oh. part of you is just like, this god, she's an awesome god. She's raised from heaven above. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Nice. And Pip, you finish the book and you learn some different items. So you learn that when Fraz or Blue was banished, that there were actually locks to keep him out. There are three different locks and there are three sigils on those locks so each lock has two sigils so like lock one has a b lock two has b c lock three has uh c a wait sorry a b wait so like lock one would have sigil a and b lock two would have sigils b and c and lock three would have sigils c and a i see in order for ful to be released all three Sigils need to be present, so he just needs two of the locks. Okay. A powerful mage could use the locks to either release FUL or keep him imprisoned forever. Well, that's polarizing. The locks were are currently scattered around this continent, and the last piece of information is that the locks were created by the Oracle as a thank you to Hewitt Inglepfeiffer I for saving the Oracle from a trap set by FUL. That makes sense. He loved Pog, too. <laughs> okay. It doesn't say anything about what these sigils are or where they were? No. The The thought is that if people knew what these sigils were, they could recreate them and break them out. So they're, they're hidden away from sight. Okay. Is this locked section of the library part of the fifth floor, or is it a locked part of the fourth floor? A locked part of the fourth floor. And so this took about an hour, so you know that the angle fifers are starting to go on now. Mm-mm. I kind of want to break into this library. I wanted to try to return my book to the fifth floor, but that wouldn't work because it's on the fourth floor. I need to go to my sibling's show. I... That has to happen. I feel like we're... Well, I'm going to be snookered if I miss that one. We might have to do some sort of library heist after if we're really, like, needing information, but that might be something that Stefan can help us with. Hey, I'm I'm always... You know me. I'm always up for a trip to the pub. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also always up for coming back to a library after dark and putting a bunch of books in my pocket. Are we far from the broken... Uh, busted? Busted wheel? Uh, you're probably like a ten minute walk. Funky ten or pip ten? Funky ten. Oh. I guess we should snooch over there then. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
there's no there's no obvious chink in security when it comes to that fifth the floor, right? Like those guys seem pretty on point. Yeah, in my like period of searching around for books, did I notice any guard changes or give a investigation check. 10. Uh it was just an hour, so you I would say you didn't really know it, notice anything. There's a lot else going on mentally. Yeah, that's fair. Not in Pip's mind. Anyway, Let's not... I'm kind of a little leery about trying to do anything crazy illegal in the city because we have this other super important thing that we're trying to get ourselves into. Yeah, that's fair. Let's let's go to the show. Lead the way. So you make your way out and back to the busted wheel. You had noticed it before. It was where some rowdy patrons came out of. And you do make your way in and you go inside... Before Pip goes in, he's going to put on his fancy cloak. He's got fancy clothes. I'm, I'm sure one of the cloaks that he has has a hood. He just wants to be, like, just a little bit obfuscated. Okay, so as you both go in, give a stealth check. Can I um, just, I'm going to try it. Just tap Pip on the shoulder and say, tomorrow be with you and try and give you blessing of the trickster. I don't think that'll work in here. I don't know. Probably not, but... But I rolled a 15. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, because guess what I rolled? A natural one. Oh, well, that, I mean, that's okay. They don't know you. My siblings know my face. That gives me a five. I would say that channel divinity would work. Really? It's, it, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, magic. it's not actually a channel divinity. It's just a, oh. a class feature. I'm going to say no. That, like, that description seems kind of magical. But I still rolled a 15. Okay, yeah. So Funky has his eye of robes on, so he kind of catches some eyes as he goes in, and you use that up as an opportunity to slink along the back wall, Pip. And as you walk in, you see on the stage that your siblings, Nella and Lip, are both already playing. Nella has red hair, brown eyes, freckles and she has flutes woven into her hair she's wearing pinks and dark greens that match phillips who also has red hair uh, except his is short and spiked and he has brown eyes as well and then you see over off to the side there's also a crowd around two other individuals one is that you readily see pip is christoph or kip and he has Dark curly hair, his robes are flowing almost like a gown, and they're dark blue and purple, which matches Bella's robes as well. And she also has dark long hair, freckles, and robes like Kip's. And as you're looking at these individuals, you see them, but they look a decade older. I just... Pip feels like it's like a knife twisting in his gut. Like he misses his family so, so much. And just wants to go over there but now is not the time uh they're in a show and if angle fifers know anything it is that the show must go on <laughs> so and so um they're playing and then you hear them break for a new song and nella kind of gets up with a lute and starts to play by herself and she looks at the crowd and she says, this is 
the reason why we're here. Uh, this is a newer song by myself. I hope you like it. She starts playing. I was waiting at home and he walked on by. Grandpa came back and he started to cry. Oh, my brother, well, he is gone. So is our flute, so I write this song. just see Nella just start tearing up and she just runs off stage do a loud applause I'm uh, Pip is very conflicted because he knows she always struggled with writing and so I'm very proud of her for doing that but at the same time well fuck I got painted as the villain in this this is gonna make it very challenging to re-engage god damn it Pip pan damn it some sort of pandemic happening here. Give a perception check. 17. And funky two. 19. 22. All right, do we see anything? Uh, so you both see this, but funky, you look over and you say, hey, Pip, what are you? And the individual that you're looking at looks almost like a mirror image of Pip, except a, a young lad. And he is holding out a hat and looks at you and then looks at uh, Pip and says, Any tips? And Pip, you recognize this as Rip, who was only 
you know, a toddler. He's a little a older than a toddler. Baby. He's a baby. And now he's, you know, in his mid teens, early early teens. And he's just looking up at you and he's like, you look familiar. <laughs> you from Pesoft? I mean, sorry. You from uh, Hippo Blue? Um, uh, here's a gold. <laughs> Give him a gold. Thanks, mister. And I'll do the same. See you in Pip. Appreciate it. Uh, you bet. You bet, uh, th- th- Thanks. Thanks for the music. And he puts his arm on Pip's forearm and just says, if you, if you had a little too much to drink, my brother and sister are over there. They might be able to help you out. They're healers. <laughs> All right, I'm sure you guys will like the next song. And they runs off, and you hear the crowd, and they start chanting, "Swear song, swear song, swear song, swear song." Oh, I hope it's about bears <laughs> and swear bears. <laughs> and here's another song that Claire will hate for a completely different reason than the last one. I didn't hate the last song; it just sucked. Step one instead of essay bones like here's my bones or you're a bun's hole. I hate that. Step <laughs> two instead of shit say poo as in bull poo poo head and this poo is cold. Step three with bitch drop the tea Cause bick is Latin for generosity <laughs> Step four don't say fuck anymore Cause fuck is the worst word that you can say Just use the word okay Everybody now <laughs> Step one instead of essay buns like kiss my buns or your buns hole. Step two instead of shit say poo as a bull poo poo it and this poo is cold. Step three with this drop the tea cause big is right across generosity. Step four don't say fuck anymore cause fuck is the worst word that you can say. Instead use the word okay. Now our elderly friends. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are we going to sing it? Why can't I sing it? Why can't I sing it? Why can't I sing it? What's today? Now the children. Tyler, don't! There wouldn't be children at the bar! Dwarves? Step three with this drop the tea, cause big is Latin for generosity. Step four, don't say fuck anymore, cause fuck is the worst word. That's your best That's I'm used to guy. We don't have to spend our lives shooting up in the trash Homeless on the streets giving hand jobs for cash Follow this plan and very soon you'll say It's easy, okay And there's a roaring applause Yeah, you know, I can't get those two minutes back ever <laughs> <laughs> Well... Uh, Pip, I mean, I knew you guys were musical in Hippo Blue. I just 
didn't realize what kind of songs you sung. Yeah, uh, eclectic. It's eclectic music from Hippa Blue. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I'm not saying it was bad. My head was bumping by the end of it. Uh, it's a real <laughs> thinker. You know, they like to do really deep, thought-provoking uh, songs. <laughs> I need to I, I need to first mend all my family relationships and then give everyone a stern talking to. But I think step one might be harder. No, step one is instead of asking buns. You know, there's something wrong. There's something really wrong about buns hole. Like somehow that's the most <laughs> offensive one to me. No, that that seems fine. Buns hole. <laughs> I, uh, all right. So. Like, are they off the stage, or are they still performing? So they had finished performing. That was actually done by Lip. So the last song was done by Nella. This one was done by Lip. It's kind of their encore. So it goes off stage, and they start heading over to their other siblings. But they're all together. Like, none of them are... I just find it really... Uh, give a perception check. I find it really intimidating to approach all four of them at once. Um, 11 to 13. They are all clumped together, but you see off to the side, kind of up in the back, up on our own kind of stool, hair tied back, glasses on, very old white, white hair tied back in a prominent bun, in her own striped suit, striped pantsuit, blue and orange, kind of like where you got your style from, like your flair. And you see your mother, and she's sitting right next to Semily. Okay, fuck. I would almost rather go talk to a whole group of my siblings than go talk to my mom. <laughs> uh, but she did send me that message, and she's with Seema. Uh, I'm going to keep my hood up and go over to them. I'll help in whatever way I can, Pip, but I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I can do. I mean, you heard that song. I am the familial villain. I I did hear that song. I, yeah, that that's rough. What a day. I'm hoping that I can... Um, I feel like Samily is on our side. And I'm hoping... I think that if I can convince my mom, she can... Uh, she's a mom! Moms can talk to their kids. Uh, all right, let's give this a go. All right. All right, so you start heading over. Are you heading over stealthily? Or are you, I mean, I know you have your hood up. I don't want my siblings to know who I am, but obviously I do need my mom to recognize me when I get up there. So no, like I'm, I'm not going to put any makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> give it a stealth check. Oh my god, I tripped on the stairs going up. I rolled a six. <laughs> um, so you're trying to be quite sneaky, and um, you do kind of... I'm really distraught after hearing that song. You do kind of stumble, and your hood falls back, and you kind of dust off and stand up again, and all of a sudden there are eyes from the four siblings over there. One of them is looking in, in your direction, and the heads from Semele and your mother are starting to turn towards you. What do you do? I put my head back up! Okay. And I walk over to my mom! You do see 
that Nella is starting to walk in your direction. That That's a better one. That's good. She's marginally older than the other one, so I'm hoping that uh, time... She was also one that, that performed the song, just as a reminder. Fuck! Oh, right! She is also the one who just... Oh, uh, well... All right, well, I'm, I'm going to encounter her when she gets to me, but I'm still going to try to get to my mom. Okay. So that I can say things like, Mom, don't! She's hitting me! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you start heading over, and you do your little trip, you get back up. Nella's starting to head over as well. Wait. You see Semily up on top, and you just Has hear... Has my mom or Semily seen me at all? They look to your direction, and you kind of put your hood back up. So they have not seen who I am. You're not sure. But you do hear and that is the physics behind how frequency actually works with singing weather and so that's how harmonies work. Pip would probably have your head over this one. He probably definitely shouldn't be here right now. If, if he were here, he'd be mad at you. What? Are, wh- why are you talking about Pip? We haven't seen him in so long. Of course I'd want him to be here. And what do you do? I'm going to turn on my heel and go to intercept Nella. Alright. So you turn on your heel and you intercept uh, Nella. You kind of are weaving your way through different folks. You're seeing where Nella's going. Nella's kind of going towards uh, the direction where she had seen some sort of figure that she may have recognized fall and you kind of go off to the side and you cut uh, right in front of her as she's starting to approach your mother. I really want to talk to her alone. Okay. You feel like you have her. You will be able to do that. Okay. Did you ditch Funky? No, I'm assuming you're right beside me. We're not holding hands? Yeah. No, I'm I'm following I'm following okay. you as best I can, but you said you want to talk to her alone, so I wasn't sure if you uh, no! cut just... loose and I'm going back to the bar. No, I'm like I'm so serious and I'm so intense, but I'm still holding your hand. Okay, that's because fair. I'm still Pip. Yep. Onwards. So you march through the crowd, you have your hood down, so you kind of have the jump in terms of what's going to happen first. Okay. Don't yell. Please don't yell and just let me say a few things. Who is. What the fuck?! God damn it, Nala, what did I just say? And also... And that's where we'll end for tonight. (laughs) Fuck is the worst word that you can say. (laughs) Instead, use the word of gay. So welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler and kind of the big reveal. You know, we've had slow burns from the group being captured the first time they were in Pissopt and going to Devodem, and then they had to go to Chest's homeland and filled out that backstory a bit more. And now that they finally got to Pissopt, Since Funky learned about his real name being Thodrain, well, they hadn't really been in any sort of major populace recently. So since he learned of his name, him speaking it hasn't had much of a reaction at all. But now that they're in this city in Pesoft, basically everything has come to a head and there's no avoiding, really, that reveal of Funky's past and him actually being Thodrain. So up to this point, we fleshed out Chest's past a bit more. Not a complete arc. There's still things that need to be done for his character. We had the kind of beginning first arc of Funky's character from being captured to now this is kind of opening the second arc for his character. 
Ralric is really kind of exploring his first dark right now, and we'll see what comes to a head with the trial, and then what might happen afterwards and the decisions that he makes with regards to his past. And obviously now we're in Pesop, so we're working on kind of Pip's arc, and all these different things going at the same time, developing these different characters, and then eventually using that to push forward to kind of the central main arc and theme of the campaign. Also, for those not aware, the second song was a lyrical ripoff of South Park. So I did not make that up myself, but kind of paid homage to it. So thank you all for listening. I uh, will catch you next time for the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast. <laughs>